0: Tiny Podcast is a Better Manchester initiative. Visit www.bettermanchester.com slash subscribe to learn more. When you subscribe to Better Manchester, you'll have full access to captivating featured stories, uplifting ideas, and helpful community updates. We hope you subscribe and join us in this next evolution of hashtag Better Connect on any device at any time to Better Manchester today. Better Manchester, connecting communities. In the non-stop tsunami of global information, librarians provide us with floaties and teach us to swim. Linton Weeks We live in a world of multimedia, multi-platforming, and multiplying information. With the rise of the internet search engine, to some, libraries are just a place to rent books. However, for a lot of people, libraries are a vital resource for education and life-building skills. One of our own libraries here in Manchester is proving how essential their help is to the community. Today, I get to share space with Jen Bartlett, a librarian who is the head of reference in adult services. As always, I am Ryan Ward, and welcome to the Tiny Podcast. Jen, thank you for being here. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. So you've been a librarian for 16 years.
1: An official, official librarian for eight and all of that has been with the Manchester Public Library. But I started off closer to home when I lived in Meriden in Cheshire. And I worked there eight years before I moved up here. Oh, cool. At the time, I was like a junior in college. Uh, needed a part-time job. I think my mom found the ad in the newspaper. Yeah. Like, I'm talking so old school now. <laughs> um, and applied and was hired. I was supposed to get my master's in journalism because that's actually what my background is in, but it was 2008 Mm. and, you know, the economy (laughs) and print journalism is not what it was. Right. So I'd been working there and it was, it was kind of like a duh, why didn't you think of that to begin with Mm -hmm. moment? Because, I mean, there's pictures of me as a kid, you know, sitting with books, playing library, playing bookstore. So it.
0: It, it was all, what you were meant to it do. It
1: was all worked out. <laughs> the circle of life. Right, right.
0: right. So, what? So, what does a librarian do? What's the? What's? Give me, give me a rundown of the typical day of what you run through in the library.
1: I, I have to chuckle because, you know, we talked about this before we officially started. Mm-hmm. You know, some folks will be like, so I've watched that show on TNT or watched the movies, The Librarians. Is your <laughs> day like that every day? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Um, I mean, that's more like adventuring. I feel right. like they do very little at librarianship in there, but right. if it elevates our profession in any way, there you fine.
0: Go. <laughs> I'm all for it.
1: Um, so... <laughs> I am my official title is how to reference in adult services, so what I do can even vary differently from our children's librarians mm-hmm. or our circulation folks. A typical day for all of our staff, we spend part of our day on a service desk, whether it be reference, children's circulation over or over at Whiten. Um, and that is just hands-on service right mm. there. Um, so that can include for folks who need printing help, they need computer help, it can be resumes, mm. job applications, very like old school stuff that a lot of people think that we traditionally do like looking up books. And <laughs> there's, that's a big part of my day too. And the heart of what we do really is helping people. Yeah. Um, that's our core mission and one of our kind of not ethics, but helping people is really at the heart of what we do. Yeah. So, for me personally, some of my day includes setting up programs, program publicity, marketing, being out in the community, maintaining our vast and enormous board game collection, <laughs> and then actually running programs. But it can wildly vary. Uh, cataloging, like this morning I was cataloging board games to go out, picking up gift cards for our adult summer reading program, which is still good. Going on. <laughs> and that's kind of the fun thing too. That every day is the same but different. Right.
0: So one thing that you had said, you even talk about resumes and stuff. So you you librarians at at Manchester Public Library assist with writing of resumes, structuring all of that. Oh yeah. So reference
1: has really changed. Reference work has really changed over the years. Mm -hmm. You know, back in my day, maybe your day when you were in middle school and high Mm -hmm. school, we would go into the reference section of the library. We would talk to the librarians and they would help with a lot of like research papers and stuff. And yes, much of that is online now. I won't discount that. A lot of it is not mm-hmm. but we assist in many things and job things are a lot of what we do. I my coworker Michelle she's kind of like our resume and cover letter specialist mm. where you can sit down and call first and schedule something but sit down with Michelle get one-on-one attention and she'll go through your resume with you, wow. she'll go through your cover letter, she'll help you tailor it to the job you're looking to apply for. And that's like all levels too you know? like yeah. from very entry-level stuff to managerial stuff she's helped people with. And we've had people, and these are like the heart, the warm and fuzzies, where people will come in later and be like, you helped me actually get my job. That's fantastic. Or all that printing that you helped me do. Then these are really, for me, some of the warm and fuzzies. A lot of folks will come in and print out their immigration paperwork mm. they need. And it's a huge process. Yeah. And, you know, they'll come in and thank us for helping them with that. And this is not my best story of all time, Mm -hmm. but kind of maybe my most heartwarming story of all time that starts sad and gets better. Mm -hmm. I helped a woman print out pictures. It was pictures of her kitchen, and it was completely destroyed. Her husband had gone through every cabinet and pulled out dishes and smashed them, and everything was pulled out of the cabinets. So I helped her print that, and she came back, and she said... I needed those pictures to divorce my husband. Wow. And you helped me do that.
0: Wow, yeah. And
1: how can you not feel like a knife in the
0: heart and just be like, oh my God. It is difficult to navigate technology for some people. It's, and and having having a place, especially in Manchester, to go to and say, hey, I need to get these pictures. I need to get this document printed. Mm-hmm. Please help me. That's mm-hmm. amazing that that you all do that. That's fantastic.
1: And there's a misnomer out there that everyone has a computer. Everyone yeah. has a smartphone. Everyone has doesn't a It doesn't exist. And some people do. Mm-hmm. And they may have those things, but they may not know how to use them. Ink is extremely expensive. Paper is extremely expensive. So it really comes down to, like, equity, right? Yeah. To be able to offer these things to our population as a whole, that everyone has access to that, is huge. And we get people who come in every day. They check their email. They'll do schoolwork. And, you know, our doors are open to all. Right. Which is, again, the beautiful thing about libraries. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. You told me a story about, you know, the heartwarming story, and I loved that. What's your favorite thing about being a librarian?
1: Again, that goes back to the helping the people. I think it's tough sometimes when you're in the daily grind, and I'll say grind. We all have that. That's not a negative necessarily, to kind of see the impact you can have on people Mm -hmm. because it's everyday normal stuff for you. But for someone, it could be, again, those... Very particular needs that they're not telling or you or voicing to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It can be a tough job some days, and because people are people mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have good days and bad. Right. And when you work with the public, it's yeah, the public is the public. And I mean that in no disparaging no, of way course either. Not. Yeah, and that's
0: just. We're human.
1: We're human. I mean, I have bad days. I'm crankier some days or more, you know, <laughs> yeah. on edge. It's just. It's just life. That's how life goes, and I think just even maintaining those connections with our regulars too mm-hmm. is is so huge. We have a patron who I hadn't seen in a, we hadn't seen in a very long time, and he came in and he wasn't looking too good, mm. and he was very from friendly with us, and he was telling my coworker about what had gone on, and you know we've we feel bad or anytime any of our patrons die. I mean, yeah, it's, of course. It, it's those are tough so yes maintaining those connections is another favorite part of the mm. the job and the job experience but when it's know, almost
0: it's almost like it's the challenging part too it almost. is
1: another regular she and her family are moving away and you're like oh no
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's probably not that different for you folks too a lot of the connections you make right when families move away or the kids age out to programs, yeah things, yeah it's Really, a people job. If you don't like people, I mean, that's tough. And
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> you, librarianship would maybe not be for you. True. Contrary to some belief, we don't sit around and read books all day and drink coffee.
0: <laughs> so let's move into I, can you tell us about the Manchester Public Library's One Book, One Town initiative?
1: Yeah. I want to hear
0: all about this. Yes,
1: folks don't see me doing this, but I'm doing a Vanna White holding. The it's book fantastic, up it yes. looks great. Uh, So, it had been a really long time since we had done a One Book, One Town event with an author present. Very broadly, One Book, One Town events invite the entire community to communally read a book that has been selected by a committee. So, the committee was formed late November, early December, and... It comprises a bunch of folks from the community. We have Dr. Diane Kearney from Manchester Adult Education. We have Linda Harris, president of African American Black Affairs Council. We have Cindy Acanto, who runs a local shop. It's called Book Club on the Go. Hmm. The two high school English department leaders. Uh, David Garnes, who was a local author and a former librarian. If I miss someone, I'm really sorry. And me, <laughs> and me, hey. Um, so we kind of crafted a list of potential authors. We were looking really to focus on New England folks, and we came to the other black girl, which is by uh, Hamden native uh, Zakia Dalila Harris. Her father was, and perhaps still is, a professor down at Southern. So she's a homegrown girl, you anyway, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's cool is, you know, I can I'll read these off. You know, uh, NPR says "holy earned brilliance." Uh, Washington Post said, "a thrilling, edgier double wears Prada." Um, it was a Good Morning America book club pick. Wow. And they're working right now on turning it into a Hulu TV show. That's exciting. Which is. So we get tons of people always who come in and say, I read the book before I watched the TV show or the movie. Um, or they want to do that. And of course, there's always, you know, comparing the different mediums. So she's going to be coming out from Brooklyn. On September 29th, which is a Thursday, 630 PM at the SBM Charitable Foundation Auditorium at MCC. It's an absolutely free event. Nice. Which is amazing because some communities and you know, for whatever reason, they end up charging admission. Mm. Some perhaps nominal, some less nominal cost. And we're offering this completely free to everyone who wants to show up. Uh, they can sit in the audience, listen to her speak. And uh, purchase a book from Book Club on the Go and have her sign it if they would wish. But the goal really was to bring our community together. And you know, it's been, it was 2008 was the last time we had one with the author present. Mm. So the concept of the book, which takes from um, Ms. Harris's personal experience, Mm. is uh, it follows the only black girl who is in an almost all white publishing house in New York City. Hmm. So she herself, Ms. Harris, was the only black girl in a New York City publishing house. Wow, yeah. So it talks about like what it is to be African American and black in an all white space, which I think some folks will really relate to. Mm. And it talks a little about racism in the workplace and just kind of the black experience today. So we're, we're really excited to be have be able to have folks talk about this, talk mm. about it with friends, family, co-workers, um, hear her speak, hear her talk about her personal experience, mm. what she has coming up next, and, you know, just really foster community reading and a love of reading. Um, we also chose, she's also going to be visiting Manchester High School and uh, visiting with some classes, which is great because we want our BIPOC children here in town to have a role model for her to be an inspiration for them here she is this somewhat young african-american professional You know, Connecticut born. Yeah, she's doing awesome and amazing things. And for her again to really be an inspiration, and for them to meet her too. Yeah. How often do? I mean, I think as a teenager, I met no authors. I was going to say, I don't think I've
0: ever met an author. Yeah, of a best-selling book, especially. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, and her middle program of the day, she's going to be at MCC at the library with a small group there as well. They're facilitating kind of a. A Q&A session with her but focusing on career, career building, mm. writing, how you can turn your writing into a career if you're looking to get into publishing. So that's going to be a great opportunity for the MCC students as well. Yeah. Again, many folks have, like you said, have never met an author before. Yeah. So here she is, you know, she's, so just great. It's great. There's yeah. lots of excitement going that's on. It's so
0: exciting. It sounds to so... me. So where can somebody go and and get the book. and they get it uh, at any of the libraries right now?
1: So White and Anne Mary Cheney have copies. You can come in person, call us, or if you'd like to, like you think, I want this book signed, I'm in there, I want to do this, mm. and support our partner, uh, Cindy with Book Club on the Go. And she has copies in right now, but she'll have copies at the event as well. And one of the things as well, too, is we were having refreshments at several of the events, and it was Mm. also very important to us to support our BIPOC, especially our um, African-American black-owned businesses, here in the local area. So um, right slice of cheesecake is going to do res- refreshments yes. for, I'm so excited, So that's exciting. Uh, um, for the middle MCC event, and then at the main event, Brown Butter Creations from Glastonbury and Garden Kitchen, which is a food truck, are going to have sweet and savory options for folks. That's
0: fantastic that, that we're doing that. I'm, I'm super excited to hear about that.
1: It is, and it's just, you know, giving back to our community, how can we support local businesses, which is a personal mission of mine, and really just awareness. You know, these amazing businesses are out there and folks can get an opportunity to try their eats. Garden Kitchen is vegan as well, too, mm. and being veg, I'm like, already right, I made a list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, But the cheesecake in my mouth. Yeah, Again, che- I was going to oh. say, that's,
0: <laughs> that's next level. Yeah. Again, what was the dates for that?
1: The main event that the public can come to is Thursday, September 29th, 6.30 p.m. at MCC at the auditorium there there will be no tickets or registration you can just tootle on down and show up which is great because MCC has great parking um, mm-hmm. it's going it, to I've never been to the auditorium but I'm excited about that It's
0: nice. I I went to MCC for a little bit.
1: Excellent. Great Excellent. great
0: spot for it. Yeah. I'm happy it's there.
1: Uh, you can again get the books either Mericieni or at Whiten. And if you're a local book club too, I do have a number of books that I can set aside for you. I've already done that for a number here in town, Brian. I'm sure you'll drop. You can drop my contact information in the the podcast. Yep, there. we'll put it in
0: the post. Okay, excellent. I'm doing the follow the post. If I'm you're listening to this, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah,
1: and you can email me, and I can set some aside for you. However, you'd like to pick them up. Because again, if you're a book club, like. That's another amazing opportunity. You get to read the book and listen to the author speak.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. What does the future look like for Manchester Public Libraries?
1: I I will say about our library in particular, I've worked not just in Cheshire. I worked Mm -hmm. in Wethersfield and Hamden, too. We are the best staff I've ever worked with.
0: That's amazing.
1: We're really community-focused, customer service-focused. We get folks from surrounding towns far away who come and use us you know and they talk about how friendly we are helpful we are and that i think is a hallmark of what we do at our library so that you know i think we're always looking to push that boundary and what customer service things we can offer but programming too i'm always looking for programming ideas interesting things people want to see or hear or do so again you can email me Mm -hmm. um I think just, again, being really super community-oriented, getting out and outreach, and just being there for our community in ways that we may not know that we need to be there. So, again, if you have a request and if we can try to help you with that, I I think we're in a space that we can hopefully, possibly try to do that or Mm -hmm. table it for a future time. But we're always looking to innovate, try new things, and just be the best we can. There's yeah. a reason why we're the third busiest library, <laughs> one of the most popular libraries in the state of Connecticut. Yeah. Folks, the other two that beat us out are Greenwich, Darien, sometimes Westport. And those mm. are all Gold Coast libraries, yeah. you know, and the fact that we're up there competing with them, I think says a lot about our community, how the community supports us and just I'm going to toot our own home. Beep beep. How yeah. awesome
0: we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, toot that horn. Toot it. Absolutely. What's something that you want to get out to the town? Something you want to tell the town or people maybe who haven't gone to the library yet or maybe are a little, you know, they just haven't made their way there
1: yet? We, so we still, at our core, what we still do is, of course, books. Books are our number one thing that we do, number one thing that circulates. Books are not going anywhere. <laughs> Ebooks and the internet have not downplayed that at all. I think folks were really concerned when ebooks and e audiobooks came out that no one was going to read a book anymore. And yeah. studies in time have shown that people are still reading books. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the publishing industry has seen that. And, um, you know, ebooks and e audiobooks are great. I read them myself. I still read a book. Book come and just come and see what we're doing. Come and see what we're up to. All of our programs are completely free. You know, I like to say it's your tax money, hard at work. Mm-hmm. We don't charge you to come to any of our programs. You know, come and see our amazing new book selection, or just what we have in our collection in general. If you're a new parent, oh my goodness, like story times <laughs> yeah. and services for children. Our children's librarians are great. Uh and, and see what we have for children. That's our actually our main service area and what we focus on is children's services. You know we're we're not marrying the librarian. You know <laughs> a, people can see, but you know I'm like a tattooed. I had pink hair at one point. Librarian like, we're, we're not those folks. We're not the shh. Sh- sh- sh-
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Because that's not what we are anymore, and that's I think dissuaded a lot of people over the years from kind of more traditional old school folks. Yeah. Times have changed in really great ways for our profession. You know, it's it's worth your time and and effort to come and see us, you know. Yeah. And, you know, save yourself a couple of bucks by checking a book out at the library instead or our movie selection. I like to tell folks that, you know, as soon as you go to Walmart or Barnes and & Noble and you see a DVD, a new, brand-new DVD that day out on the shelf, we have them out on the shelf as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you're a movie fan, like, Come to the library. You can check so many out. Movie um, movie
0: selection's great. I've I've seen it personally. Yeah, it's it's TV a huge selection. selection too. So yep. it's,
1: you know, I, I'm all about ways that we can save our community members money, too. Times are tough for a lot of folks, mm-hmm. you know, with food pr- pr- prices rising, gas prices, mm-hmm. everything else. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a great way to still do the things that you like to do, reading, watching TV, um, movies, listening to music. We have a music selection, playing board games. I got to get that in there, Ryan. Of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and and free entertainment as well, too. It's yeah. so much at both of our buildings and amazing staff to help you out. Come and join us. Yeah. Uh, come and find me personally. I will give you a personalized tour. I will... Hold to my word on that, <laughs> and you can see what's going on.
0: I love that. Thank you, Jen. That's oh, fantastic. You, I think that's going to do it for us here for the Tiny Podcast. Jazz hands. jazz hands. I'm all about the jazz hands. We really appreciate you being on oh. here, especially sharing the One Book, so One exciting. Town, or One Town, One Book initiative. One Book, One Town? One Book, One Town. One Book, One Town. I got it right. right. First time. Didn't need to take two yes. times. Thank you again for oh, being here. We thank really you, appreciate Ryan. it. I
1: appreciate it. Thanks, folks. Uh,
0: tiny podcast is a production of better manchester in initiative of the town of manchester in collaboration with the department of leisure family and recreation for more information on the tiny podcast visit manchesterct.gov thanks for listening and until next time this is ryan ward signing off